Hi everybody, good morning. Bosax recently distributed an article about the need to refresh your design if it hasn't been updated in a while. The article is mostly about print, but the same can apply to a website, to apps, to other things. Designers amaze me. They can tweak one little thing, a color here, a font there, positioning a little bit, and make something look so much better. I don't have that talent. If men still wore ties, I'd hire Jeeves to pick mine. Looking modern is often a good idea. I remember evaluating some vendor software once, and it looked like it was from 1990, and the bad thing was it was 2010 at the time. And I remember fighting the impression that it was old technology simply because of the interface. Now, it might have been, it might not have been, but that it leaves you with that impression. Now, as I've mentioned before, when someone makes a claim, I instinctively think about anything I know that might disconfirm that claim. That's just the way my brain works. So following that thought, the claim that you should refresh your design, my immediately th immediate thought was, are there any negatives about refreshing your design? And yes, there are a couple of dangers about refreshing your design. The first is simply resistance to change. Change can be uncomfortable and a sudden change can be disorienting. So that might argue for slow incremental changes rather than wholesale changes. That's what Amazon does, and I think it's a good rule of thumb that if Amazon is doing it, you should probably mimic them. The second possible danger is you might be in a niche where old-fashioned is part of your brand. Looking too modern might make people think you've abandoned your traditional long-time values. And then the third is that a prettier, more modern design doesn't necessarily mean a better user experience. When I started out in publishing, I saw a box of direct mail pieces sitting outside the marketing director's office, and I picked one up to take a look at it. I, I knew almost nothing about publishing back then, and even though I was in editorial, I was curious about everything, including marketing. I had never seen an uglier marketing piece in my life. The colors and the design were awful, not that I'm an expert on either of those things, and the pictures in the typeface looked like they were from 1950. When I asked the marketing director why she sent such an ugly thing, she said she agreed that it was ugly and it was personally embarrassing to her, but it outperformed every attempt to replace it. They would do split tests of the ugly mailer against nicer designs and the ugly one always won. I mentioned this to my friend Leslie Laredo and she asked if there could be some confusion here over correlation and cause. And she has a point in, in this respect, you, you don't want to conclude ugly equals better, right? Um, in fact, it would be wrong to conclude that we knew why the ugly brochure worked better. But A-B tests are fairly reliable, and in this case, the uglier design always prevailed. So the why was unclear, but the fact was pretty well established. Uh, back to the article. Peter Sands, who in the article is making the case for occasional redesigns, recognizes what I'm talking about. He explicitly says that just because the designer likes a new design, that's not the point. The reader has to like the new design. So whenever you do a redesign, you should have a method in place to test it and make sure it's helping you. The bare fact that it looks nicer isn't enough. It has to sell more, keep people on the page longer, get people to read more articles, reduce customer service calls, or just make people feel better about it. But you need some sort of a metric and you need to check to make sure it's doing what you were hoping that it would do. So that's my thought for today. If you like uh, 
what I'm saying, then please like and share this video. Remember to go to CrableGroup.com and sign up for the Crable letter and have a great day.